An entitled Karen tries to get me fired, all because she hit me with her electric scooter at Walmart, falsely claiming that I was the reason she crashed. Things escalated so much that she even showed up to our store with a lawyer next to her. Here's what happened. So when I was in college, I used to work at Walmart, initially as a courtesy clerk. The town I lived in easily exceeded 100 degrees Fahrenheit during the summer months. By state law, the store had to give us a five-minute break inside just to cool down after two rounds of collecting carts and provide us with beverages so that we can stay hydrated. The beverage they usually gave us was Gatorade and this will be relevant to the story. After a couple of hours, it was time for me to take my first official 15-minute break. I filled a cup of Gatorade and proceeded to make my way to the break room. There was a bit of a blind spot walking past the registers, so I stopped and looked both ways down the aisle to make sure I wouldn't accidentally bump into anyone. The closest person to me was one of our regular shoppers, an older lady who is the entitled Karen of this story. This entitled Karen has amyotrophic lateral sclerosis or Lou Gehrig's disease, the same condition that Stephen Hawking had. Because of this, she had to use an electric wheelchair and lived at a local assisted living center. Due to her condition, there were two rules she had to follow whenever she shopped at the store in order to prevent accidental collisions with people. For starters, she must always be accompanied by an employee from the assisted living center whenever she shopped there. And also, she had to keep the wheelchair speed to one of the lowest settings. Knowing these rules and seeing how far down the aisle she was, I knew I could get across quick enough before she got anywhere near me. After taking a step or two down into the aisle, I immediately noticed two things. For starters, she did not have anyone with her from the assisted living center. And also, she was driving the wheelchair much faster than she was supposed to. She was on a collision course with me, so instinctively I tried to jump back out of the way to avoid getting hit. But unfortunately, Unfortunately, it was way too late. She hits me while I was in the air. I fell to the ground and I spilled my Gatorade all over the wheelchair. The lady loses control of the chair and starts spinning around in circles. She's flailing her arms and screaming with what limited mobility she had and nearly hit me a second time. But I managed to roll out of the way. I knew I had to try and stop her before she hit someone else. So I grabbed the handlebar on the back of the wheelchair, hoping I could at least slow her down. This didn't work and instead, she dragged me around in circles in the middle of the aisle. Several co-workers and shoppers quickly rushed in and stopped the lady, who seemed to be okay, just a little bit startled. But when I tried to stand up, two male shoppers held me down. One of them leaned over me and said, you're gonna be alright sir, everything's gonna be fine. He turned his head and started yelling, I need a first aid kit. I could hear a lady in the background also scream that somebody needed to call 911. So I'm just laying there and I'm wondering what on earth happened to me. Sure, I was going to have a nice bruise on my hip from when I hit the floor, but besides that, I felt fine. I quickly discovered why the customers were panicking. The flavor of the Gatorade that we had that day was the fruit punch one. Some of it splashed on my face when the lady hit me. The customers who witnessed the incident thought I busted my head open when I hit the ground. I had to assure them that this was nothing, it was just Gatorade, and that I was fine. A member of management eventually showed up to document the entire incident. After I gave him my statement, I was finally able to take my break. I was even given an extra 5-10 to minutes so I could clean up and recuperate from what had just happened. And this is where I thought the story would end, but honestly, I was completely wrong. A couple of weeks later, I was called back to the manager's office, the store manager, who will call Kate, that's not her real name, as well as several assistant managers, all of them sitting there waiting for me. Kate told me to take a seat and asked if I remember the incident from a few weeks ago with the handicapped lady in the electric chair and the Gatorade. I just chuckled 
chuckled and said, how could I forget? Kate said, well, that lady was just in my office and she had a lawyer with her. She wanted to sue the store, claiming that she suffered mental distress from that incident and as part of her lawsuit, she wanted your employment with the company terminated, claiming that you were the one responsible for the collision. And when Kate said that to me, I was absolutely speechless. I could not believe what I was hearing. But Kate quickly put my mind at ease. She said, don't worry, you're not in any trouble. We showed the lady and her lawyer the security footage from the incident, and I reminded her of the rules that she knew she had to follow whenever she shopped at the store, just so we could prevent any collisions from happening. But she decided to break them anyways, and that she should consider herself lucky that she had a store employee who only suffered a minor injury, because if she had hit another customer, and that customer suffered a serious injury, she would be held responsible for the collision, and would have had a major lawsuit on her hands. The assisted living center would also be at fault for somehow allowing her to leave the center on her own without their notice. But if she still wanted to sue, she can try, but she won't win. This entitled Karen's lawyer knew they didn't have a snowball chance in heck of winning this one in the slightest. So the two of them just left. Kate said that since I was the employee involved in this incident, she thought I would want to know what this entitled Karen attempted to do, stating that I would get a kick out of it. I will admit, it does add a nice punchline to the story, but I truly wish I could have been there in the manager's office to watch this encounter with the entitled Karen, as well as the rest of the store's managers. It must have been nice to watch her face drop when she realized she absolutely did not have a case and she would not be winning this fight. Wow, that entitled Karen is an absolute scumbag. I mean, how low do you have to be to not only try and throw the employee under the bus, who was trying to save you from crashing into people, by the way, but also to then demand that they get fired because of your stupid mistake. Like, they literally did nothing wrong. They didn't do anything to you. They were only trying to help you not crash into other people. And if anything, the original poster probably has some kind of grounds to try and take them to civil court. I mean, they really should be lucky that the original poster is not pursuing this legally. So good for the manager for actually being on their side and not allowing this entitled Karen to basically walk all over the original poster because this really could have gone a lot differently. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Today, I messed up by hiring a house cleaner to help me get my awful apartment in order. But instead of cleaning the apartment like we hired her to do, she instead takes a private video of the apartment just to have for her own personal record. And now, as a result, we are demanding a refund. Here's what happened. So my apartment is an absolute train wreck. There's a million reasons why we fall behind on housework, but my top five are as follows. For starters, I'm a full-time nursing student in my last semester, and I'm currently working 24 to 36 hours a week. My significant other is a full-time teacher, and we both have ADHD and depression, and no one picks up after themselves. My mom is also a chronically messy person, just like myself and my significant other, and we are trying to do better, but we are struggling. So my mom had someone come in and help her get her apartment cleaned, and then gifted us a visit from a different house cleaner to help us out. The house cleaner she already paid to visit us is the daughter of someone my mom and I both used to work with. So I was a bit reluctant to have someone that I know be aware of the state of our apartment. But she was trying to get her cleaning service started and my mom wanted to help her out. So I get it scheduled with this cleaner but the night before she's supposed to come in I had been studying for a big exam and I was trying to crawl out of my depressive episode and just function. So I did not have the chance to actually pre-clean the apartment before she came over. I texted her that night asking to reschedule for a time when I had a better chance to pre-clean, explaining that I had an exam I desperately needed to study for and I had not been able to pre-clean in the slightest. She adamantly assures
assures me that it's fine, not to worry about it, to focus on my exam, and let her handle the mess, and I reluctantly agreed. Wednesday, she texts me that she's running late and won't be there before I leave for school. We make arrangements for her to let herself in, and I don't hear anything else until the afternoon when I turn my phone back on after my exam. And when I do, I have a text message that just says, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to reschedule. So I respond by saying, that's okay, is something wrong? She says the mess is more than she was expecting and that she can come back another time after I've had a chance to pre-clean like I said. It wasn't a wasted trip anyways because she had to deliver something to my mom. Friday when I talk to my mom again, I tell her about the cleaning lady and how she had to reschedule because the mess was way too much. So we are going to be working on cleaning this week all while we are on spring break. My mom texted the cleaning lady much to my chagrin because she was frustrated that she hadn't been notified as the customer that services were not actually rendered. And that's when the cleaning lady tells my mom that it was just way too much. And she's only telling her this mother to mother that if her daughter was living like we are, she would want to know and she would be concerned. Then the cleaning lady offers to send my mom the video she took of my apartment to show her what she's talking about. And she's again only doing this mother to mother out of concern. My mom and I were both very upset that the video was taken and even more so that she offered to send it to my mom. My mom told her basically that she's aware of the condition and that we need help and that's why she hired a house cleaner to help us. My mom is asking for a refund because we both feel absolutely betrayed and we are not comfortable with this cleaning lady coming back later. The cleaning lady basically said she will have to wait two weeks because she used it to pay rent, which is fine, whatever, and I totally understand that, but honestly, I don't think we'll ever bring that lady back to our apartment ever again. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That is seriously the worst thing that could have possibly happened. What an absolute betrayal of trust. You bring this person in to try and clean up your apartment since you have not had the chance to do it yourself. And not only does she not do it because it's too overwhelming, but she also takes a video of your house without your knowledge. Like that wasn't listed in the text message. Like she didn't explain that she violated your privacy and took a video of everything that was going on in your apartment. Like that is not okay in the slightest. And the fact that she was trying to send this over to the mom as some kind of excuse is in my opinion just that. It's a horrible excuse. She probably didn't even take that video to show it to the mom but probably took it to show it to her friends and probably show it to other people and be like wow you know the original poster? Look how messy their house is. So personally I don't blame you for looking for a refund and telling this cleaning lady to simply take a hike because what she did is unbelievably disrespectful and I seriously don't see her ever succeeding in the cleaning business if this is how she's going to treat her clients. My co-workers are spreading a rumor that I'm spending quality time with one of my co-workers and have taken it upon themselves to tell my boyfriend this fake rumor as well. And now my relationship looks like it might be falling apart and I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I are on terrible terms right now and I just don't know what to do. I have never been in a situation like this and I'm kind of freaking out. So to back up, I work in a restaurant with a bar 
and I'm also in college. Our relationship is very good and healthy, and I pretty much live with him. He is very sweet, funny, intelligent, and very hot. We have been together for two years with no major problems. We have had small problems that were easily solvable, but that's about it. Now, there is a guy at work who's about 29 years old that has been there for about five months now. There is a group of friends I have at work who I hang out with sometimes after work. He is included in this group now, and usually he goes with us whenever we do something. He likes to flirt and has hit on me several times, and I shut it down when he takes it too far. When we are at friends' houses, he always wants to talk to me. He wants to sit next to me, touch me in a joking way, except when my boyfriend is there, of course. Someone gave him my number, or he may have gotten it from work somehow, and now he texts me every once in a while. Unless he asks me a specific question about something, I just ignore him. It is annoying sometimes, but it's not frequent. I have talked to my boyfriend about this, and he will get upset about it sometimes, but this guy never acts like this when my boyfriend is actually around. He has offered to talk to him, but I told him not to do it, that I could handle it, and it would just hurt me at work. He hadn't done anything. He just didn't like him. A few nights ago at work, I had a break, so I went into the walk-in just to vape. He followed me and started talking to me while in there. He was sitting directly across from me. A guy we work with walked in, and he had his hand on my leg. I didn't think much of this at the time, because it wasn't that unusual. He would do something like this, and I would tell him to stop. He would laugh about it and then apologize. This has now turned into a huge rumor at work that we are apparently spending quality time together. Someone told my boyfriend about this, but this whole thing's been twisted into this guy being all over me or making out. Last night when I got home, he accused me of cheating on him, as well as spending quality time with this guy, and we got into a huge fight. I told him what actually happened and have been trying to convince him that nothing is going on, but he doesn't know what to believe right now, and I can't really blame him really when it's a rumor that he was told directly. I gave him my phone and I blocked this guy completely. I have offered to quit my job, but he hasn't told me one way or the other. But now, I don't want to go back to that place at all. My boyfriend texted him and later they got into a screaming match. He told my boyfriend that he could have spent quality time with me anytime he wanted. And I guess I'm lucky he didn't lie and say that we were since they were fighting. This is my first real relationship and I love my boyfriend. I am scared of losing him over this or our relationship being permanently damaged. I don't know what else to do to convince him or how to fix this in the first place. What should I do? Personally, if I was in your situation and some guy was following me into the walk-in just to touch my leg, not to mention all the other instances where this guy has touched you inappropriately, but I would be going to HR or management and being like, hey, this is what's going on. This guy is touching me inappropriately and you need to do something about this. Because that, first and foremost, is unacceptable. And that should have been addressed a long time ago. I don't care if he's part of your friend group. I don't care if you have any kind of camaraderie with him or anything along those lines. The second this guy starts touching you without your permission is the second that something needs to be done about that. And as for your supposed friends at this workplace, all of them are so toxic for spreading that rumor. Instead of going to you directly and being like, hey, what's going on? Like the fact they would perpetuate this and then go to your boyfriend just to be like, this is what's going on is unbelievable to me. They were never your friend in the first place. And this is clearly some kind of plan to try and ruin your relationship. So hopefully you're able to do something about this guy at work while also trying to maintain your relationship with your boyfriend because the actions that are being taken against you as well as these false rumors that are being spread around by your co-workers absolutely should have consequences. Today I messed up by basically crossing a boundary with my friend that has made him very standoffish and basically ruined our friendship. 
relationship and I seriously don't know what to do. So I'm a 31 year old female and about a year ago I became friends with a guy from work. Let's call him Jake. That's not his real name. We started chatting at a company party. We got along and hung out outside of work a few times. He was going through some stuff at the time. He recently got dumped and was about to graduate from college and was trying to figure out what to do for the rest of his life. Many of these struggles resonated with my 20 something old self and it felt good to be able to impact some wisdom. On the other hand, he was confident and assertive and I felt perhaps in that sense I could learn a little from him. I was also just happy that someone cool wanted to hang out with me. I am a pretty anxious person and I don't have a vibrant social life. Now, Jake was cute in a way that was hard for me to ignore but he was never a viable partner for me. The thought was there at first but it dissipated once he started to come to me for relationship advice regarding other women. I would never pursue someone who was not interested in me. There was also the age difference and the fact that we are in different places in our lives. While I was still a little attracted to him, I was firmly settled on not acting on it and not letting it show. I'm not normally very feminine, but I think I acted even more boyish around him just so that it was crystal clear that no flirting was happening. At one point, Jake invited me to his birthday party. I didn't want to disappoint a friend on his birthday, so I went. But I get anxious in social groups, especially if there are people I don't know. So I drank a lot to make myself at ease. After the party, Jake became more absent, saying that he had to study, which made sense. He agreed to meet up when we had more time, but he didn't follow up. And as bad as I am at reading social cues, I felt that he might not be very interested in seeing me. So I just kind of backed off. I felt a little sad about it though, because I valued him as a friend and I didn't understand what made him change his mind about me. So about six months later, I messaged him and after we caught up, I asked him directly if there was a reason he had blown me off, to which he replied that at the party, I was all over him and I had crossed his boundaries when he told me to stop. He said that he liked me, but not in a romantic way and that was way too much for him to deal with. I was flabbergasted, apologized profusely, and asked about details, convinced that this was something that had been erased from my memory. After a few days of mulling it over, I did recall a situation like this, but I remembered it a little bit differently. In my drunken mind, I was just showing friendly affection. I did something like rest my head on his shoulder, and when he pulled away and said he didn't want to be touched, I almost took it as a joke and purposefully touched his arm, to which he reacted very nervously, so I cut it off. This is an awful thing I do when I'm under the influence. I think it's funny to do something someone says that they dislike just to see how they react. One time, a guy was going off about how he loved his shoes and hated it when someone stepped on them, and I thought it would be funny to do exactly that. He screamed at me, I apologized instantly, while also apologizing again later on when I sobered up, and it didn't ruin our friendship, but I admit that it was stupid. It was a childish thing to do, and I don't know why on earth I did that. Honestly, though, I don't think I'm going to do that ever again after this. Anyways, I trust his account better than my memory. If I had just been friendly, I wouldn't have made him so uncomfortable. And let's face it, I do have a history of becoming scandalous when I drink. In the past, I've woken up next to people with little to no recollection of the events and had to explain to them that this wasn't in fact the beginning of our future together. I had instead just gotten wasted. I don't do that anymore. I barely even go out anymore. But I am what I am. And what I apparently am is a professional creep that bothers young men. I do wish he had told me straight up instead of pretending everything was okay for months. But I understand that it was well within his rights. Maybe we could have stayed friends, but maybe what I did was unforgivable. I have a friend who crossed my physical boundaries once and it changed how I felt about him altogether. But I didn't cut him off. He apologized 
and I knew he understood it was not an okay thing to do to anyone. We survived it in general, but we had known each other for years by that point. Maybe that friendship had a more solid foundation to begin with. This whole thing messed me up pretty badly. I told one friend who said that he had seen me under the influence and flirty in the past, and it wasn't something that would traumatize anyone. He said it was normal for me to feel embarrassed, but it wasn't that big of a deal. It's been a few months, and it keeps popping up in my head. I feel so ashamed, and my self-esteem is at an all-time low. I guess I'm also just a little concerned about if this gets out, although we don't really know a lot of the same people. I would maybe like to talk it through with him, but I don't think he's interested in talking, and I want to respect his wishes. I do realize that I am at fault here, and my sense of self-worth is none of his concern. I don't know how to process this by myself, though. How do I recover from this? Do I even deserve to recover from this? What should I do? It really sounds like you might want to take some steps to stop drinking altogether, because what you've described is really scary. I mean, you didn't even remember this interaction in that way, and in the past, you've also woken up next to people that you literally don't know. Like, that is really dangerous behavior. If Jake was a different person with ulterior motives, he easily could have taken advantage of your inebriated state, and that in and of itself could have been awful. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. You really are at fault in this situation. You crossed a serious boundary on his end, and there's really no reason for him to have to hear about your self-worth issues. So hopefully you're able to find help for that kind of situation, while also finding some kind of sobriety in your life. Because what you described is really scary, and this very easily could have gone in a different direction if you were not careful. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.